0: It is Thursday, December the 7th, 2023. Hey, it's so good to see you out there. We are again continuing through Joy of Every Longing Heart, our Advent devotional written by Dan Boone. Today we're going to be reading from Mark chapter 13, verses 24 through 37. Actually, today we're just reading 32 through 37 we read the first part yesterday. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Beware, keep alert, for you do not know when that time will come. It is like a man going on a long journey. Each, when he leaves his home, he puts his slaves in charge, each with his work, and he commands the doorkeeper to be on watch. Therefore, keep awake, For you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening or at midnight or at cockcrow or at dawn, or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. So Dan Boone goes on to expound on this a little bit. He says, about a century ago, the people of God in the United States recognized the stirrings of a moral renewal in a movement that came to be called the Great Awakening, rousing many to their senses by camp meetings, revival fires, repentance, conviction, and evangelistic zeal. Many Protestant denominations, including my own, and his own would be my own, the Church of the Nazarene, were born out of this great movement. In recent years, Christians have begun to think it is time for the world to be morally reawakened yet again from prejudice, from hatred, and from injustice. The careful warning of Mark's gospel is that Jesus is on the move and is coming again. It behooves us to be prepared for his return. This story of the estate owner being gone on a journey is only complete when he returns to the place he left and the people carrying on business while he is gone. But the story can only be pressed so far. For instance, Jesus is not actually gone. His promise is to be with us always, even to the end of the age. And we believe that the Holy Spirit is the spirit of the resurrected Christ among us. That's why we celebrate God with us, Emmanuel, during Christmas. We are in Christ and Christ is in us. So let's not press the story to the point of declaring that Jesus is absent from the church. And we should not begin to think we carry out the work of God without the aid of the very present Christ. But this story does suggest that drowsiness is a real possibility. Lethargy is a mode of settling for the world as it is, complacency is spiritual sloth. I get that way sometimes. I'm guessing you do too. The world lulls us into its rhythms, and before we know it, we're just passing time. Some preachers would love to use this text as a way to shame their lazy parishioners who aren't pulling their share of the load in the church's ministries. But how many times can you just rev the engine of activity and sustain it over the long haul? Who can live on a spiritual buzz that runs 24-7 at 70 miles per hour per day? We all need sleep. Maybe this text is more of a gift than a lecture on lethargy. Maybe Mark is saying that the owner is coming and that knowing this deep in our bones is what gets us up in the morning with hope and rocks us to sleep at night with assurance. Maybe keeping awake just means we see something on the horizon that has the capacity to turn the whole world right side up. I'd hate to sleep through that. Yeah, this is a good devotion for us today. I can relate with Dan Boone when he says, sometimes I get lulled to sleep, and I'm sure we all do at some points. There are moments where we kind of feel like, man, I'm just going through the motions. And part of that is being human, and part of that is uh, just the idea that over time, our energy gets zapped, maybe circumstances happen in our lives that cause us to kind of just go numb at times. And so... What this text is, I love the way he words it. It's a gift to us to remind us to keep the main thing the main thing, to find things that are important enough to get up in the morning and to live our lives for. And those things will be the things of God. There'll be things like relationships. There'll be things like love, like service, like forgiveness, like kindness, generosity, peace, making, all those things. Uh, Those are the things that we are looking for. Those are what we believe Jesus will bring in the new heaven and the new earth where there will be no more mourning and crying and pain. Uh, And so today we can begin to live into that kingdom and trust that Christ will return and it'll be something that turns the whole world right side up. We often call this kingdom of God the upside down kingdom of God. One of my former interns, Caleb Miller, I love Caleb, he used to say, Well, that's wrong because it's God's kingdom that's right side up and the world's kingdom is upside down. And we understand that to be true. And so today let's wait on the Lord. Let's be expecting God to show up in ways that turn this world right side up. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning. And I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation.